What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Somebody come over here and take care of my dry-ass dick. A rocketed wiener to the grill. That's about it. We're not going out and trying to kill anybody. Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I am the host. This is episode 226 of the show. Very, very, very stoked that you are joining us, that you are a part of our world here. If you would like to contact us, you may do so via email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. Oh, did you that make a sound? I didn't do my do not disturb on my computer. Hold on. Don't worry, I'm a pro. Secondly, you can leave us a voicemail. Try not to do any, like, just don't try to be funny. 949-464-TBLS. If you're funny, you know it, right? So don't don't attempt to be funny because you're probably not. Um, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. I notice people have been friending me left and right on Facebook. And as I, as I am prompted, I will add you to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast Facebook group. We also have a Facebook page. I don't know why we need both. I had the page, then I heard group was better, so I made a group. There's both. Um, and of course, iTunes. I haven't checked the reviews lately, so don't, don't. Those of you that really, really enjoy my rage responses to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast iTunes reviews, you're not going to get that this week. You don't get that because I haven't looked at them. Um, and Patreon. You know, next week is a holiday week. Normally, this show drops on Wednesdays for our Patreon fam, or for everyone. Um, And that's a holiday next week, and I was thinking, I might give myself the week off. And I think we're going to do that. We're going to be dark here on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast next week, unless you're a Patreon subscriber. Patreon only 4th of July. To truly celebrate America, we are going to give back to the people that give us most. So next week, and we're thinking about doing a Q&A. So reach out with questions that you want answered. If you're a Patreon subscriber and you want us, you want to get deep, you want to go behind the scenes, anything and everything, we are happy um, at Daily, myself, and Fancy Sauce will be here to uh, do a Q&A episode just for the Patreon listeners behind the scenes anything you guys want to know any um are you know just random out there bullshit you want us to talk about bring it to our patreon page reach out via email mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com don't do it on twitter because i'll lose it i can't 
I can't. I don't go on Twitter anymore because much like this talk show, it's too political. Um, and it's just too hard to keep. I'll remember, oh, somebody said something funny to me on Twitter, and then I'll go back and look for it, and I won't be able to find It's just too hard. So just send an email. An email is easier. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com or voicemail 949-464-TBLS. Patreon only. Patriots. We're Patreon Patriots uh, for our country's independence next week. Uh, joining me now, as always, co-host the program, Hoboken Zone. Basketball coach, baseball coach, soccer coach. He does it all. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Hey, I was thinking when you were talking about if you're not funny, don't don't try to be funny. And I just read uh, today on, I think, Vice, they interviewed an autistic person, and they said one of the challenges of being autistic is pretending to find something funny when it's not. Right. And it made me think maybe I'm maybe I'm autistic because yeah. I struggle with that mightily. Yeah, I remember working with people, and when the boss is making a few sticks a year, somehow he got hearty laughter even when he wasn't being funny. Yeah, like I worked with some really unfunny nerd types that just started making money, and then they they would try to whip out their jokes, and they get hearty laughter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was a real bummer. I yeah. I can't do it. I really struggle with unfunny courtesy laughs. I think there's there's something about that in one of those Malcolm Gladwell books. I think it's Blink about uh, I don't remember the details of it, but it was about somebody that worked at a company and that like worked their way up, and they um and they were like this high powered executive, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that they couldn't um, read people's. They had no. Because they were had they were on the autism spectrum, they had could not read people's emotions at all. So they would just be very blunt with everything they said because they, it just didn't occur to them. They didn't have that right. chip in their brain that made them ever fake it. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking that up, I know, but um, there's nah, something about that. Implant. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay. I had a couple things. Yesterday, I was in the city with a buddy. I went to uh, um, oh, the Mets, Mets Dodgers. Mets Dodgers yeah. game. Mm-hmm. It, it was Pride, well, so you guys had your cutoffs well, on and yeah, yeah. cut, well, off, cut this, off T-shirt. This is the thing. Uh, not uh, that I wasn't aware of Pride, but I wasn't thinking the time I was heading home was exactly when the people who were at the Pride all day. Yeah, like I headed into the city, and then it, with a lot of people who were already pretty well marinated or high yeah. on the way into the city because the, like the first stop it, it's Hoboken. And then the next stop is the West village. So you're just with you're a right ton of it. people. Yeah. You're right in it. And on the way home, these are the people who then have been continuing to get drunk or high M- MDMA, liquor, right, whatever it is. But for, hours Come. and i was heading home at the same time yeah and of course of course i'm happy for anybody to be proud of who they are of course of course but fuck just like saint patrick's day or the yeah. puerto rican day right. parade drunk people or santa con anytime you have people who are really santa proud of themselves and fucked up it's gonna be it's gonna be the biggest hell on earth. That train ride home, which was not that long, it felt like four years. It was it was brutal. 
being around it's, drunk people. It was not fun. Everybody was fucked up. And it, and I mean, I went to a baseball game. I had a fair share of beers, but I was by far the most sober person on that train and it didn't feel good. Yeah. You um, more. I was just reading some stuff and just annoyed by, there's so many stories about Jimmy Fallon regrets this. Roseanne regrets this. That permit Patty, the woman who was like pretending to call the cops on a, a black girl selling water outside what of What a fucking bitch. And she was talking because she couldn't get work done in her apartment, but she was close enough to AT&T. That's the San Francisco Giants. So she lives right by a baseball stadium, and she's worried that one girl was preventing her from doing work right. on game day. That's like, the high-rent district. Yeah, it's loud and noisy. It's You're that, living what, by a stadium. What drives, what drives me crazy is this is – this is San Francisco. So there's at least once a week, you're going to walk past somebody taking a shit, a human being taking a shit yeah. on the street. The, 100%. The, the poverty that you see that, that town <coughs> more than any town. Yeah. You, you can't, see, you see the both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. You can't walk a block without being harassed um, by indigent people. You, it is, it is a big modern metropolitan city. I've tickled my throat. I'm going to cough. So you, it's impossible that you could live in a place like that. Oh my God, I'm dying. (coughs) I need water. Hold on. (laughs) I'm too, hold on. Wrong pipe. Wrong pipe. (coughs) I've been there. I got like a dry throat or something out of the blue. Wait, did it go down the wrong pipe or you just have no. like a tickle? It just got dry and I went to take a sip of water. I hate, I hate when water goes down the wrong pipe and so you're uh-huh. coughing away and somebody's like, do you need, do you need water? Yeah, no, the water's what causes. Hold on. One, one more sip of water. All right, go for it. I'm leaving that in, by the way. It's impossible to live in San Francisco and be annoyed by somebody selling fucking bottles of water. It is impossible. It can't be done. It's, it's right. the same, it's same a, as the broad. It's not a thing. It's not same, a thing. To the be same annoyed. as the broad that called the, the cops on the black guys barbecuing at a park in Oakland. Park. You're in fucking Oakland. Like which that's is, what happens. Right next to San Francisco. Right. right across the bridge. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in that area. But. So stupid. Okay. I shit on your, I've stepped on your point. You were saying. No, that I was just pointing out that all these yeah. people. Now she said, "Well, I now regret it." Everybody regrets off, it bitch. after after the after the negative reaction, and it's like when I'm dealing with my sons, yeah, my, my older son more specifically, he gets in trouble and then he's sorry, and of it's course. like, are you, are you sorry because you're in trouble, or like yeah. do you realize that you were behaving poorly? Of course, that you're you're. I don't get it. You and, look and, like shit on the internet, so now you're sorry. Fuck off. Go fuck yeah, yourself. Reap the yeah. consequences. Fallon deeply regrets humanizing Trump. He yeah. should regret being unfunny. He put him on TV for the ratings. He got what he wanted. He did. He should. He should own it. Be like, look, I'm fucking here to make money for the network. I did that. Own it. People would respect you. Right. Conan. Conan does like that goofy, absurd, absurd humor, and yeah. doesn't do the political shit. And that's that's fine. That's, that's what he does. Lane. Yeah, but I agree. 
But Fallon was trying to have it both ways, and it blew up in his face, but now he regrets it. Now he's going to be a crusader. Get out of here. Fallon should – he really needs to apologize for normalizing Justin Timberlake because now people are like, Justin – He's his best friend on SNL. Yeah, he's so funny. You ever see him on SNL? You ever see him on Fallon? He's not funny. He's not a fucking actor. He's a huge overactor. He's a ham. He fucking sucks. His fucking yeah. songs are all made by the those Swedish beat makers. Go fuck yourself. He ruined you know the fucking how- Super Bowl. He fucked yeah. over Prince. Fuck Justin Timberlake. Go on. He planned you know how- his own wedding. <laughs> that's a that's a real where he pop. starred that's, where he was the bullet bride. point number one yeah he was the um, bride at his own wedding continue you know how um oh, it was, it was, oh you know how jim carrey in his prime huge over actor but he was funny at it yeah justin timberlake no. over actor yeah but not funny no jim carrey is a fucking genius He's, right. He plays both ends of the spectrum. He's a fucking. He's. But even when you knew he was overacting right. and hamming it, it up, he was doing it in a funny way. Justin Timberlake, oh, it's the same sucks. overacting, but not the same funny. He sucks. He, um, he desecrated Prince's memory at the Super Bowl. He can go fuck himself. And one thing I was just reading tonight that I just thought was an interesting. I don't. I don't have the hottest take on it, but these two guys on the Swiss team. Are potentially uh, in the World, the World Cup, Cup? Yeah. Are, are potentially going to get suspended for making a symbol to the Serbian fans during a game. And these yeah. two guys, like, I assume they scored the goals. They made this double eagle gesture with their fingers, uh, with, with their hands after the goals. And the backstory is they're ethnic Albanians from Kosovo, oh, where, fuck, Ser- yeah. where Serbian troops shit all over them during the Milosevic. Uh, no, there was ethnic, uh, ethnic it was a genocide. Era. Yeah, right. It was full on ethnic cleansing, yeah. and so they went to the serve. They scored. They they did what they had to do, yeah. and then they ran up to the Serbian crowd and they flashed the double eagle symbol, yeah. which is the flag of the Albanian. That's the Albanian flag, and Serbians don't recognize that as a country, and so now they're maybe going to suspend these guys because they they did the wrong thing. Well, and, fu- it's FIFA. Fuck FIFA. Like, they're corrupt. Of course. When people don't recognize another country, who's the fault of that? It's not It's not the guys who are ethnic Albanians. Right. They, they're saying we exist, and somebody else is telling them we don't. And fuck you. It's not like we're like, hey, fuck Taiwan, because China doesn't recognize Taiwan. We're cool right. with Taiwan. We say China's in the wrong for that. Right. For not recognizing these people for who they are. Fuck China. But these guys are maybe going to get suspended for, and it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good clowning of the Serbians by I'm, flashing the double eagle. I like it too. I've, I've also, I've decided to root for the um, Swiss. Also, are they, are they in jeopardy of not making it to the next round? Do we know? I don't know. We know. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com. I need a World Cup update. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com. What are we Go supposed on. to say? You're not. You're not still upset about that whole ethnic cleansing thing in the nineties, right? <laughs> you guys, you're still hung up on that. That happened in the nineties. Hey, what remember was- when we shot all your relatives and threw them in a pit and buried them? Ninety six, ninety nine. When this ended, yeah. haven't you had enough time to get over it? <sighs> Yeah, I read one of the guys. His dad was jailed for three years during the 90s. Yeah. So he he can't be proud. He scored a goal to flash the double eagle. 
Fuck you. Yeah, Fuck the Serbian that's team. pretty fucked. They probably had to flee to Switzerland because Switzerland's neutral. They're neutral. Yeah. I like saying that anytime somebody's talking about, well, I'm thinking of going to Switzerland, wondering what to do there. Well, you know, they're neutral. neutral. Just, just keep saying it. I love saying that. Yeah. Neutral. I've been to Switzerland. It's a beautiful place. I went to Switzerland. You know what it is? Really expensive for a college kid to try to drink there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything, yeah, everything's <laughs> was pretty in a, expensive what's there. the yeah. bank? Zurich. I was in yeah, Zurich. Yeah, Lake try Zurich. To drink, try to drink there as a 20-year-old, and you just give them like the, all the currency you have, and you realize you just got one gin and tonic. Yeah, just not enough. And pro- probably with no ice, because in Europe, ice is like gold. Yeah. They, just hey. don't, they don't give it out. I wasn't going to do it, but I remember a buddy uh, tagged me in the ice bucket challenge. Yeah. While I was in Europe. And my response was, even if I wanted to do there's this, no ice here. There, I've never seen an ice cube. There's there's no ice there. There's no air conditioning. There's no ice. They just don't. Such kind of shit hasn't made it over there yet. They don't have it yet. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. I just, just want to point out, fuck these guys for, for having a problem with guys um, having a problem yeah. with Milosevic. No, that was fucked. We, we gloss over that. That was a fucked civil war where they were trying to fucking yeah. exterminate all, all different ethnicities from their, within their country. So the baller lifestyle officially is doing the double eagle. Yeah. We're, I was already team Switzerland. I was, Ford. I was looking over the, I think Japan might be on the way out. Japan had a guy score a goal with blonde hair. That kind of freaked me out. Um, yeah. but I'm kind of, <laughs> I was, was kind of in on Japan. They, they only get one hair color. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Like, I'm not into dyeing my hair. Right. But I understand there's there's no options. Everybody signs up for the same hair color there. So I get it. I get That's some of these guys. Well, you know what? They don't like, – <clears throat> Japan has no immigration. They don't – they're oh. very ethnocentric there. They don't – like they don't like Koreans coming over. So, um, you know, they're all yeah. – not, not a lot friends. of DNA. Uh, D, what is it? Twenty three and Me over there. Yeah, one of our friends. Uh, we, we have uh, uh, family friends that are moving there, like in a week. And coincidentally, they're living in the same building as another family we know from Hoboken that lives in Japan. Shut the fuck up! You know, which two is people which, that live in Japan, two families. Yeah, but you would say, well, it's a small world, but it kind of isn't because. There's only a certain area that Gaijin can right. can choose, Dang. right? Yeah. So, so it's surprising in that they're a couple floors away from each other, but not because it's not like one person's in the middle of a neighborhood with a bunch of Japanese people and another person is somewhere else. No, they all live in the same two buildings. Right. Exactly. Have you been to Japan? No, I'd love me, to. Me either. It's probably. It's right up there. In yeah, terms for me of too. I'd love it. It's like the future there, and the food's all fucking weird and good. And yeah, it's, it's, it's just, just it's a hard trip, especially yeah. from the East Coast. Yeah, it's, it's a tough trip. So I, it's high on the list, but uh, but yeah, well, maybe, everything's maybe not until I'm an empty nester. Everything's impossible, kid. Right. I mean, it's just too hard. Uh, I saw. So I'm not a big horror movie person i never have been yeah i like like indie films and dialogue and but mostly horror movies 
scare me. I'm very impressionable. Yeah. And somebody's always coming out of the dark behind me for a couple of weeks after I see a horror movie. But of course, Fancy Sauce loves them. And so we went and saw uh, that movie Hereditary this weekend. Did you see mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. I have thoughts. Uh, I'll let you go. Okay. I, I found it to be hereditarifying. I found it to be uh, scary in the sense that they were trying to bore me to death. Oh, really? <laughs> it sucked. I think my issue with a lot this type of horror, yeah, I like maybe the the only type of horror that I get on board with are the like killer lurking. Oh, right, slasher. right, right. You can't be like supernatural. Supernatural to me, yeah. I think you need to be kind of into for me. It's the same thing with religion. Like, am I into a higher power controlling this or that, the afterlife? I'm not into any of that. So it just feels like like a manufactured thing that I'm not really scared of. No, I get what you're saying, and I don't want to spoil it for people, but this supernatural aspect of it, I guess that kind of is a spoiler, doesn't um, show itself. Till probably yeah. like yeah. three quarters of the way through the movie. I don't think you're spoiling anything, yeah. but it's it's not it's not Jason lurking. I was it's not conf- that kind of right. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no one's getting slashed. Um, I was, and there was a couple very decidedly like out of nowhere things that happened throughout the movie. Uh, and again, I'm not like a horror. I'm not. It's not my genre. Um, I was, there were two things though that stuck out of me. First of all, Tony Collette, I thought she, I couldn't she, imagine. She was awesome. She's really she's good. She's amazing. I couldn't imagine anyone else doing what she did in that movie. It was just such a singular performance. She's an incredible talent, but I didn't understand how she and Gabriel Byrne mated and ended up with <laughs> a clearly Indian son. Right. That, that that kid was, was that the weird to you? He was the star of Jumanji, that kid. He was I, the yeah. the kid he was the kid version of the rock in Jumanji. Oh he was. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. He um he's I, but I it was, it was that, supposed to make it look like there's no reason why this kid would turn into the rock. It was a joke that he looked right. nothing like the rock. Um it was so I was, I assume like he auditioned and he was just so good because it was a demanding he was, role. He was, he was good. He was Again, really good. It's, it's just not my kind of movie. I thought the yeah. performances were very good. It is, and it is kind of a, like a slow build. So I, I, I was, I will, I'll just say this, that um, I had an edible before the movie. That's and probably the right move. A while before the movie. Cause I thought, well, this is a kind of movie that you're going to want to, you know, alter yourself for. And I didn't want to do my typical thing of smuggling uh, a um, flask of bourbon into the theater. Mm-hmm. So I just – I had an edible. And the first part of the movie, I was, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go to sleep. This is boring. Like I'm going to – this is not for me. And then eventually I got woken up and I got really into it. Um, but it, I just assumed that that kid that was like such a demanding – performance for a young actor that he auditioned and they're like, yeah, he doesn't look like he's the spawn of an Australian <laughs> and an Irishman. <laughs> Irishman. <laughs> um, but he's just so good. We got to use it. Like just, people will forget about that. 
Uh, all right, that's it. That's all. That's my give. Yeah. Give us your thoughts on hereditary. We're divided here at the show. Uh, do you want to speak into things? It's going to divide everybody. We got a voicemail. Let's go for it. Let's, we haven't had one in a little we while. We haven't had one in a in a while, and I'm just um, I I need a palate cleanser after this person who's called in. So take a listen to this. Yeah. Yo, Asalamu, brother, this is Jamal, you know what I'm saying? I want to know why that fuck-faced reality Steve in promoting your motherfucking show. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that, that motherfucker needs to be promoting your shit. He got his little middle-aged man, you know what I'm saying? He got his, he got his, he got his little gays, you know what I'm saying? He got his homos, you know what I'm saying? But he might find a listener, too, for your brothers. Yo, Brian, I like your shit, brother. All right? It's your mom. No, it isn't. I'm I'm doubting that that was Jamal. That sounded as authentic as Fisher Stevens playing the Indian in Short Circuit. <laughs> Couldn't do that these days. Well, I mean, somebody just tried to play the Jamal routine. I, I don't know. I'm not... I'm not even sure the point. What 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 is what did Reality Dramatic. Steve do wrong? I mean, the best part of the call when he was towards the end when he said, "Yo, Brian, I dig your shit" or whatever. Like that was a great of course. Part That's of a the great voice. moment. Yeah, that I enjoyed. I I could have just maybe just played that part. Um, he's appears to be mad at Reality Steve. Is he's there a great, a beef he's a great that I friend didn't of the show? Know. No, we he's don't a friend have any of the show. Beef. We yeah, we like him. I don't. I don't. I don't know what it is. He's a great friend of the show. He's a great um, reality show blogger, very well known in that community. I don't know that we have a lot of crossover in terms of our um, audience. So I don't know that he needs to do go out and specifically promote our podcast. I don't know why he would do that. He's coming back soon. He'll be yeah, we're doing, we're going to do something with him soon. He loves coming on our show, and he's welcome and, to come on anytime. And we have him on regularly. And anyone who's going to give us enthusiastic help on the show is a hero. Yeah, he's a hero. And when he comes on, he lets his audience know it, and the numbers reflect that. Definitely. Yeah, it is. Uh, he's gracious to do the we're, show. He's we're very team busy. reality, Steve. Here. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And I don't. I don't agree with you about who his audience is, Jamal. He has a he has all different sorts of people that listen to his show just like we do. There's no, and there's nothing there's not a specific type of person that's interested in his podcast or blog. Just like there's not a specific type of person that's interested don't, in this one. Don't yuck somebody's yum. You know what I was getting you know what I was thinking about the other day is that that guy that I got pissed off at that left us that shitty review on iTunes. Right. And I got I, I and I I sit, I went through his shit, but what I didn't what annoyed me the most that I forgot to bring up is that he said we're we're just like regular, just another bro talk show. I, we're so unbroy. Like this is I didn't I didn't think I was a bro. Talk. Yeah, I, we're not bros. I get, I get that I say like too much. Oh no, I don't think you do. I think he's talking about me. I, we can't, we can't rehash. I understand there are things that one the show's not edited the the show's not scripted. No, but we go for I, it. We're not professional broadcasters. We're just doing a ridiculously great job. Yeah, for being regular guys. Yeah, 
And we're fucking good. We're really good. Good we're, at this. Yeah, we're the best. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, let's read some praise in the form of email. Hey, fellas and Kate. Great job last week with episode Dry Dick. Quickly, that was actually two shows ago. So if you're going, if you haven't caught up, go back and listen to Dry Dick. It was a good show. Quickly, <laughs> I am personally glad my parents had me cut after birth mm. and see some pros. I am team cut for sure. We were talking about um, um, circumcision and how it is dick mutilation and how I heard Joe Rogan discussing it with a guest and and, and for a while, and I've gotten off it for a while, I was super bummed out, consumed, and fixated on my mutilated dick and the fact that I have a dry dick because my dick does that not part naturally lubricate. I didn't understand that whole thing. Apparently, and uncut guys in the community, uh, if you're uncut, there's just a little, there's just a, a slight dampness inside of the foreskin that keeps it we, naturally lubricated. But are we talking, you're talking about it in the pre-action? or No, or, no, I'm talking, I think all the time. I will, I, I'm to not, be honest. I don't know about the dry dick thing. I, I never understood feel that Feel the one. tip of your dick right now, the tip of your dick. Does it feel moist? It's dry as fuck. I'm talking about the head, the glands. It's dry yeah. as fuck. You got a dry skin. But I'm not dick. a dry skin guy. I'm not. No, but I'm you're just, just in general, your dick, you got a dry ass dick. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Agree to, to disagree, like the movie Hereditary. To continue. On to Anthony Bourdain. I suffer from depression. Mm. Thank you for sharing that, by the way. That's not easy to do. After thinking I had had my 100th heart attack, I was put on the right medication by the VA, but the depression runs in my family. Suicide I've thought about many times, but never would go through with it because I am afraid of death. It's not being selfish. You don't know any other way out. You both describe depression to a T, and you do not mean to hurt anyone. You just are going through hell in your head, and you can't take the torture anymore. That is at least my take on it from someone who's been on the edge many times. Thanks for taking that special time to reflect on Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade. It was a special episode, and as always, keep up the good work. That is from David in Salt Lake. Thank you for sharing that with us, David. Very much yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I think like anything, and I'm sure this means we're virtual, virtue signaling, but yeah, you just got to care for people because yeah. everybody is going through some bullshit. Yeah. And yes, that means somebody, <laughs> some, somebody who just had their kids stripped away from them or parents yeah. stripped away from them. It doesn't matter. There are just so many people that are different from you. So you have to keep an open mind about who they are and where, where they're coming from. Some of us are a little on edge because we're thinking about our dry ass dick all the time. You know? <laughs> right. Our hey, I respect dicks. your care of your dry dick. It's just, yeah. it's not a universal thing. That's all right. I was saying. Right. But yeah, get, care for one another. You don't have to. You don't have to be best friends with one another. Somebody but you come just o- need to understand. Everybody's got shit. Somebody come over here and take care of my dry ass dick. All right, that would help the situation. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. Fair. Well, I gotta make a note of what I just said here. 
Um, okay. Another email ballers. Hope all is well. Need some help. Every week, my wife sits me down to help her figure out what the family needs from the local grocery store. It is a painstaking process that should take five minutes, but always takes longer. It usually coincides with a sporting event that has my utmost attention to say I hate this part of our relationship would be putting it mildly, but marriage is a union, so the real issue comes the next day while I'm at work. While I'm toiling away at the salt mines, I receive this text. At the store, forgot my list. What do we need? Every damn time. <laughs> I've begged and pleaded to use an app or take a picture of the list she refuses. What short of stapling the list to her forehead can I do to help my wife to quote, remember to take her list? Also, please review the classic 1982 flick six pack starring Kenny Rogers as brew Baker, Aaron gray and her prime is in it. If that will help pique your interest, your friend, Trav and the brass. Uh, okay. Lot, go, lot to unpack there. I've, I've never even, first heard of all, of I've never pack. heard of that. Yeah. It's called six pack. Mm-hmm. Kenny Rogers. Sounds like a TV movie to me. That's like it a does. YouTube situation. Uh, you got an IMDb on that? It looks like it's the full movie is on YouTube. Oh yeah. Well, sometimes they trick you. Ooh, then... a young Diane Lane too. Shut up! Very young. Oh, I kind of remember this at the video store. You, the yeah. you know how you you recognize some covers? Yeah, yeah. yeah this is Kenny Rogers. Oh. Really, really, people oh. overestimating his crossover appeal. He did a lot of acting. The gambler also really got tied to that look early on. Yeah, you could set your watch to that. Look. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're gonna have you if you're gonna have the white hair and the white beard because right. he was probably like Kenny Rogers is still kicking right now. That means he just retired or something. Okay, so hold on, don't don't look at anything right now. Islands look at of the this, Stream look, look at is, this picture is of, probably 36 years ago. Yeah. So, okay. So just go with that. I'm looking at him in 1982. Right. And, that's 36 years ago. That's yeah. Islands of the Stream era. Okay. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to err on the side of a little bit younger. I'm going to say he's, he's 57 years old in this picture that I'm looking at. He looks a little older with the gray beard and and gray hair, but I, he's always had that look. So I'm going to say in 1982, Kenny Rogers was 57 years old. Hmm, 57. Mm-hmm. So that's plus okay. 36. That makes him 87 plus 6, 93. Kenny <laughs> Rogers is 93 years old today. I think he probably pulled a Phil Donahue and went white earlier yeah so i think you're being unrealistic i think he's 92 92 92 years old uh okay i'm gonna from one lover to another i'm gonna need you to do some math here that is a good song by the way when you're in the supermarket and you hear that oh yeah those those are the kind of soft rock songs that i don't 
jam to in my car. Yeah. But when I hear that, I, you're not I dig about it. I oh, dig. Oh, yeah. Um, you're going to need to do the math here. You're the math guy. Kenny Rogers born August 21, 1938. That means he's, 80. he's, yeah, he's 79. He'll be 80 this year. Oh, what, what was the month? August. Oh, so he's not, he doesn't Next month. until this. He's so he's 79. That means in 1982. Oh, we're looking at that picture. He's like in his <laughs> early forties. He's 40. Wow. It looks like he. It looks like he didn't know when to fold them. Oh wow! <laughs> he, he's like he was like our age then. That's that's unfortunate. Wow, that is great. But if you're hanging out with Aaron Gray and a uh, young Diane Lane, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm, I mean, I'm into that. Here's the thing: you got the stuff we review has to be like everyone has to have seen it or know about it. Yeah. So like Hardball with Keanu Reeves, neither of us have heard of. Uh, I'm fighting I'm fighting for a movie from the 80s that I, I, you're not on board with. But I, I am, but I just don't know that it's got – I'm very on board with it because it was one I of think my Saint, favorite Saint movies. I think St. Fire would be one of the more ridiculous I, movies. My – I'll tell you what. My grandparents had on TV, which was like – it was like cable, but it was just like one channel. It's like you had the regular UHF and then you had this box on top of your TV that you turned on and it was fucking one channel. It was like HBO. It was called On TV. Okay. And my grandparents had On TV and I remember I spent the night there and their guests and they're like den. I was sleeping on the couch and I threw on On TV and everyone was asleep in the house. That St. Elmo's fire came on and I was probably like eight years old, nine years old. That's about when I saw it. And then Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. Jules. I was, like, I was like, oh, oh, I, I'm realizing something about myself. I'm realizing. Stirrings. That I want to be old enough to put my dry ass dick inside of Demi Moore. <laughs> it was all I could think about. And you know what? It was all I could think about for a long time after that, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not against St. Elmo's Fire. I just, you know what? I don't. I just don't know how culturally available it is, or how how much it's in the zeitgeist of our listening of our audience. But if they're saying hardball and six pack, there are I two. Mean, there are two wide. types of reviews. Yeah, we do the the full show review and what we're going to do in the next episode. Yeah. I'll do I'll do the speed recap like our two two seven. Oh yeah, of of so I I will give that a shot on a random time where I'm half distracted, but I'm I, I'll be willing. You're saying to, for saying almost fire? No, if we do, no, say no, 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 fire, no, 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 we we are going to do it at some point. Oh, yeah, I will okay, fight yeah. this one. No, no, but I I'm agree. saying for six pack. Maybe I'll oh, give you. A, oh. Well, maybe I'll give you a little something for that the one. Problem- if it's on YouTube, I, I could I could. There are times where I'll put something on in the background, and the problem is. The problem for me is having to watch these things. Like that's what's. Well, I'm not committing to a fully laser focused version of it. Yeah. But I could put it on in the background. Fair enough. Uh, Okay. Uh, Like like the time we did the Star Wars Christmas special for for about 10 minutes. We have that. And I texted you. 
this isn't happening. Art Carney is working with the Wookiees right now. Luckily, I didn't start watching it, but Jay Stu had, and he's like, oh, thank God. It was not good. It was just not going to happen. I can't. uh, Charlie Brown Christmas isn't much better. Um, the, the one point he was making about the, the wife. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you're just, it'll never, it'll never get better. So it falls into the, if you want something done right, do it yourself category. Yeah. And for me, that's loading the dishwasher. My wife loads it like a serial killer. Oh yeah. There's no rhyme or reason. So I just say, leave the stuff above and I'll yeah. take care of it. Maybe her spatial awareness is terrible, but um, it drove issue. me nuts for it drove me nuts for years until I said, "Let me just do this. I have to do it because it was driving me crazy." We have that issue in this house, except it's the opposite. Apparently, I do it wrong. Well, you, you do it wrong. And just last night, I opened it. I I opened it and I placed something in it. And it was like all ready to go. It was ready to start. It hadn't started yet. And I just wanted to place one more thing in it. So I opened it and I placed something in it. And when I went to close it again, there are a couple wine glasses on the top that were like uh, angled in at the top. And I jarred one of them a little bit loose when I put my thing in. Farewell went, stem. Yeah. When I went to close it, it went. <laughs> and, the, and the whole the wine glass bro- basically broke in half. And well, stemless some- wine glasses are a thing. So, you oh can- my god, somebody was so bummed at me. Apparently, those come in a set, and you can't buy just one. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I'm having a fucking funeral for that wine glass. I don't give a fuck. Like, there's there's more where that came from. Who gives a shit? We got a th- we got a thousand in the fucking cupboard anyway. That we, we yeah, can never have a party it- big enough to use all these wine. Just glasses. have treat it like a Jewish wedding. Wrap it in a napkin. and Stomp on it. Finish finish the job. The uh, but this is you. I mean, you, here's what you do in this situation: you open a fucking note, and you dictate into your notes the list. You open. Yeah, if she's asking you. Note. Yeah. If she's asking you before you sit down to do it, just text it to her. Yeah. And you don't have to respond. You oh, you as you're having the discussion, as she's writing it down, you have a you have your notes app open, unless you're a. If you're one of these Samsung people, I can't help you. But Apple devices have an app. It's called Notes. You open it and you fucking put your notes in there. You can dictate them. You can type them. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I do that. Put them in there. Yeah. And if you're a Samsung person, well, you've asked for this life. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. You get what you deserve. Uh, We do. We split the grocery shopping duties in my house and it ends up there can be some crossover because I go to – I go buy like all the meats and produce – Mm. And a lot of the meats now we get delivered, but I'll go buy like fish and I'll go to a, just a produce store. So I'll be like, Hey, what do you need from the produce store? And she'll tell me items that she needs. And, but then, and I'll get those items, but then she won't tell me a few items that she ends up buying at another store at Trader Joe's. And then I've also bought those items. So a lot of times we'll both come home with avocados and we end up with like more shit, extra shit. Interesting. Uh, I uh, we share the duties. We we split it like ninety nine to one. I do the shopping. Right, right. Well, that's better though. I prefer to do the shopping. I like to do the shopping. I, it, that said, I like to go at the times that I like to go, which is not any time but on that's a Sunday. The thing. Working from home, yeah. You do it whenever you go to t- go at Tuesday at, at noon. 
Right. That's but there are doing. some there are some pitfalls there because the senior bus sometimes just unloads a bunch of olds no. on you. No. And that's longer than going uh Friday or Saturday yeah. afternoon. Oh yeah. Worst. It's a problem. Worst. Olds 100%. really, really fuck things up. You know what's the worst? Any any item on the menu at Burger King. Yeah, it is. It really is. Like if we're ranking the the fast food chains, I put I put Burger King right down there at the bottom. It's right there with Arby's, Jack in the Box, which I didn't realize is not a national chain. It murdered somebody back in the day, right? It did. Yeah, they had. I think they had an E. coli thing. They have some tacos there that are that are so foul unless you're drunk, then they're really good. Mm. Um, but it just. Burger King is fucking bottom of the list of fast food places. I will go hungry. I don't care. I'm not going and, to fucking. And Burger yet King. it's international. Crazy. It's, crazy. It, it went overseas. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's English. I think the British are responsible really? for Burger King. Yeah. Well, I know their headquarters are in Miami, but yeah, or at least it was. Um. So last week, Burger King in Russia tweeted out a message that translates to this. Burger King, within the framework of social responsibility, has appointed a reward for girls who get pregnant from the stars of world football. Each will receive 3 million rubles, which I think is like 40 grand, and a lifelong supply of Whoppers. For these girls, it will be possible to get the best football genes, and you will lay down the success of Russian national team on several generations ahead. Forward, we believe in you, exclamation point. They have since taken it down and apologized for the post. But, Brian, the question is this. How many Whoppers is a lifetime supply? It's one. I'm fairly confident my last Whopper of my entire life was maybe in the 90s or yep. 2000. Yep. But I, I can't imagine. If I got a lifetime supply of Whoppers, I think, I think the, the, the number is zero. Yeah. I don't see myself even uh-uh. rest stops. Usually, there's more than one option. Right. I can't think of a rest stop where Burger King's the only option. I'm trying to remember. I, th- I think I was driving home from snowboarding like around 2000, and it was the middle of nowhere, and everybody was starving. And off the highway, that was the only place was fucking Burger King, and it was we ate there, and it was disgusting. And I'm like, I'm never fucking coming to Burger King again. So it's got to be close to 20 years. Fuck Burger yeah. King. Yeah, fuck Burger King. 100%. Fuck um, but that's a good promotion. I'm not mad at that. Like, we need more guerrilla marketing like that. Like, if you can fuck. And that is a great, it's great <laughs> advice. Because yes. if these soccer players, if you're on a World Cup stage, yes. these guys are fucking getting paid. So, Rich, uh, this that Ronaldo a while back. He impregnated a rando in Florida and basically just said, here's the deal. I'm going to write you a check. The check is going to have eight figures on it. And you're going to give me that baby. And I'm going to go back to Portugal and my mom and sister are going to raise it. And you're going to be, you're going to be financially taken care of for the rest of your life. life, For sure. that's, That's, that's what he did. And I was thinking about that tonight. I was watching the local news just before we started here on the show, and I saw that the NBA 
I guess the NBA has like an awards show for their, where they give out the MVP. Okay. What other awards do they have? That's the rookie one. of the year. Yeah. Coach rookie of the year. Of the, yeah. All those. Six three, man. Three point. Yeah. Comeback player of the year. Right. Stuff like that. Right. Comeback is always a guy who like blew out his knee. Right. It's a guy that got hurt before or a guy that's playing for a contract. And so then I was like watching and the local news was like live from the red carpet and they were interviewing. Yeah, they had a red carpet. That's the point. And they had, um, they were interviewing Festus Azili. Is that a guy? Mm, Warriors. Yeah. I think he was backup center. Well, he was looking sharp. He, He had gold rings on every finger. He had sunglasses on. He was very tall. And I was thinking, oh, fuck, all these NBA guys are in LA tonight. Like, Somebody, for sure, there is zero chance that an NBA player does not impregnate someone in Southern California tonight. That's going to happen. And that's a lottery ticket. That person is going to be very, very wealthy because she got impregnated by an NBA player. So Burger King Russia turned it into a game. That's fucking funny. I'm into that. I'm 100% into that. I'm never sure. going to eat Burger King, but I would like to know if somebody wins that lifetime supply of Whoppers. Right. For getting if, knocked up by Precky or some other right. player. If Suarez doesn't doesn't wrap his rascal, exactly. that's, that's a good move for a Russian woman. Uh, speaking of the World Cup... Who do you think, on average, has the biggest dicks? Which team? That's it's a good good thing to uh, think about because uh, some male centric website called Hims or For Hims yes. published a study ranking the average dong sizes from largest to smallest yeah. of the thirty two countries. So I'm going to give you. Uh, how should I do this? Okay, I I will give you. Two countries, and you'll tell me who's bigger. Okay. All right. Denmark, Senegal. <laughs> well, if did we get a did we get a look at the member on Lars who climbed in bed with you that one time in Denmark? Did we get? Uh, I mean, did we get a size. You of have his piece? to understand. You have to understand. It was. Quick, a lot of confusion, yeah. a lot yep. of fear. Yeah. Because you're not, you're a dude going to bed, a heterosexual dude going to bed. You don't expect to wake up next to a dick. That's true. That's true. That would, you be, know? That would like, be very shocking. So there was a lot of screaming like, what the, what the fuck? And even, but even I got to s- look and I kind of, in retrospect, felt like, Maybe a little superior. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were the alpha in the situation. I was the alpha, but also the alpha in what I knew versus what I saw. Right. <laughs> yes. You know. Uh, well, you're okay. So Denmark, Senegal. This is actually a bit of a Daily's Choice. Mm. Daily's Choice. It's a choice I made. Um, Denmark, I imagine, is they 
No, that, that's Viking it's stock. Viking stock. Yeah, that's that's the you know you're up there with the Swedish, the Norwegians, Finland, Iceland. But still, I gotta play the numbers here. And while I believe Denmark came in with some respectable numbers. I'm going to give the nod to the Senegalese in this one. I'm going to play the play it safe here. Go with the chalk. Well, this was by a very small fraction. Denmark was 6.26 and change inches. Size, yeah. Se- Senegal 6.26 and change, but they were 7th. By a by a rounding error. They're below Denmark. Wow. Vikings over. I Senegal feels like maybe a French um you know, um, Africa was just carved. They up. don't look very French. Yeah, go on. But you you know how these countries that's the only thing that I could think is maybe lowering it is these European countries. Yeah. Belgium, yeah. France, England, they all carved up Africa. Do you so think maybe they fucked with the average? Do you think maybe that some countries measured erect while others uh-huh. measured flaccid? Or, or measured from the base, right. me- measured from the taint versus right. there's a lot. Okay. Okay. How yeah. about okay. Egypt? Colombia. And by the way, those Denmark and Senegal, if I didn't say, that was number six and seven out of 32. Those are, wow, those are big wow. nations. Big nations. Bad showing for Senegal. Um, Egypt and Colombia. Well, Egypt is in Africa, but it's not the kind North of Africa you're thinking right. of. Africa's fucking huge. There's all sorts of different people in Africa. Colombia, it's fucking jungle there. It's hot. It's, you know, things, Egypt's more desert, although they have the Nile River there. So there's some, also some jungle area there too. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take the Amazon over the Nile and I'm going to say Colombia is packing more heat than Egypt. Correct. No. Columbia. Columbia number one. Six point seven one inches. Come on. Come on. Colombians have the biggest hogs out there. That's Latin braggadocio. I feel like these people Egypt, were self reporting. Egypt yeah. six point one seven. A very a, respectable oh, score. Yeah, it's a good showing. Absolutely. Okay. Australia or Sweden. If only we had someone here that was an expert on Australian dicks. Australia or Sweden. Well, so here's the thing. Sweden, Viking stock, fucking top of the world. Big dudes up there. Mm-hmm. Australia. Criminals. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's one, it's prisoner. You're kind of alpha. You kind of, you do your own thing. Got a big ass dick. I'm going to take Australia over Sweden. Australia, 5.24 inches. Wow. Sweden, 5.86. Whoa. That's a thrashing. And just think about this. Denmark, 6.26. 
Sweden 5.86. Those countries practically touch. Yeah. Yeah. They their hogs aren't touching because Sweden's about a half inch short. Wow. They don't measure um, up. Okay. Japan or Mexico. I feel like both these. By the way, Sweden was 16 right in the middle. Yeah. Australia 28 out of 32. Wow, unbelievable. Um Japan Mexico. Japan, Mexico. Just uh, feel like these are going to be close. I'm going to go with what would be considered an upset here, and I'm but because I'm not racist, I want a virtue signal to all of our listeners that I'm not racist here by picking my one of my favorite countries, the number one place I want to visit, people that I'm fascinated by, including their hogs, Japan. Well, I'll say Mexico, a very respectable 12th place with a 5.95. Oh, come on, Mexico. Come on, guys. Japan, dead last, 4.3. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. I'll give you a quick run now. We've done okay. enough of the – all right. All Columbia right. at one. I said 6.71. Iceland, two, six and a half. Yeah. That's a hog. Denmark you're six and a half. I mean, you're, half. you're packing. You got a, a nice lot. dick. Yeah. Not quite Cinnabon, but up there. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, Denmark, Senegal, six, seven, Egypt, nine, Nigeria, 10 at 6.1. A nice, but I would have thought they're top two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's shocking. 6.1. I feel like, I feel like Nigeria was measuring soft or, you know what? They're like, Hey, we're sick of being known for our big ass dicks. Like, let's let's, let's underreport here because it's it's enough. Right, we don't want to scare off the biggest dicks. Uh, yeah. We we want to scare off female travelers. Yeah, that's what I think it is. Yeah. Mexico twelve, Sweden sixteen, Germany five point seven, twenty first oh. place. England five and a half, twenty fourth, which is America, right? Five and a half. Yeah. I Spain. Spain five point four five, France five point three two, Spain uh, France twenty seventh place. Then Australia, wow. some, you got some small ass dicks, France. How about Russia five point two, twenty ninth place. What? Um, vodka swilling dudes, I've not s- not so good. I've seen a lot of European porn starring what I assume are Russian dudes, and yeah. um, it's, they are must definitely. Be a st- Outliers. Yeah. Ukraine, maybe. Yeah. There's a, there might be a little bit of a yeah. uh but yeah. Thirty first place, South Korea at four point six, thirty second place, Japan at four point three. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's a good story. We we need more stories like that. We don't talk it's, enough about dicks on this show. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to change it up. It is. Ed, we have spoken. We've spoken about mascots a few times on this show. Of course, mm-hmm. the greatest mascot of all time, and this goes. It's beyond debate. Everyone knows this. It is widely agreed that the San Diego chicken, aka the famous chicken, aka Ted Giannoulis is the greatest mascot of all time, but also a mascot is the Philly fanatic. He's kind of a bag. I don't, I don't even know what he is. He's got like a big horn for a nose. He's green. 
He drives an AT. He looks like he belongs on the Great Space Coaster. He does, yeah. Sometimes he runs people over on the ATV. Him and Tommy, the baseball season used to be fun. Him and Tommy Lasorda used to fuck with each other all the time. Um, I, apparently, he's still around. He and Mister Met. Uh, what, what's going on with the What's going well, on with the Philly fanatic? This this kind of screws up that intro. Kind of screws up the story, but. Uh, oh. <laughs> Uh, during the Phillies' home game against the Cardinals, Phillies fan Kathy McVeigh was sitting near home plate when she was struck in the face and given a small hematoma, sending her to the emergency room. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now she has to ice it every 20 minutes, and I was going to ask what you think caused that injury, a foul ball, errant throw, a bat, or D, the mascot. Oh. But uh, <laughs> we know it's the mascot. All right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. in an attempt to whip five-year-olds in the crowd in a frenzy the philly fanatic was shooting duct tape wrapped hot dogs with an air mm, cannon no, and no. gave mcveigh a rocketed wiener to the grill <laughs> <laughs> the quote mostly it's going to get worse before it gets better it's going to go down the side of my face <laughs> She, she looks real fucked up. She looks like she was dating Ike Turner. Really? It can't yeah. be that bad. She's got pretty good bruises. Uh, she also says she has no intention of suing the Philly Fanatic, a mascot who was named the most sued mascot in the majors in a 2002 Cardozo Law Review article. Brian, there's only one question, and that is why are there still mascots? Well, real teams don't have mascots. That's all. You, you, the L.A. Dodgers. Who's the L.A. Dodgers mascot? Oh, they don't have one because it's a real baseball team. Who the Yankees? Who's their mascot? Red Sox. They got a mascot. Yeah, they have the Green Monster. This big, goofy looking, sad ass, oh, grimace looking thing. God, Terrible. You're so pathetic. Uh, you know who's you know who's got I, a mascot? The Marlins. I'm, I'm on board. I, I'm on board. Well, to a point, I'm in, on board with the college ones. Ralphie oh, yeah, the Buffalo in, yeah. in Colorado, Ugga the Bulldog, Mike the Tiger at LSU. But then, unfortunately, I watch that real sports where they talk oh, about depressing. these animals are all tortured. Yeah, now depressing. I can't even feel good about that. Yeah, that Mike the Tiger has got a pretty sad life. Yeah, kind of a bummer. But it is kind of badass when uh, the Ralph the Buffalo gets run out oh, on the field. He looks really cool. I mean, I would not want that job. That would not, if he wants to keep running, he's just going to keep running. And if he wants to run you over, he'll do that because he's a fucking buffalo. Right. This is his call, not yours. Yeah. Unless you're Wild Bill Hickok, there's no, wait, no. Buffalo Bill Cody, <laughs> there ain't shit you're going to do about it because Wild he's going to fuck just, you up. Yeah. He'll teach you a lesson about keeping your back to the door. Right. Is that, did he get a hey. shot? Well, that was the thing. He he was playing cards with his oh, back to the door. Right. So, yeah, got it. Dead man's um, hand. Yeah, fuck mascots. Unless it's of course Ted Genolis, the San Diego Chicken. <laughs> uh, real teams don't have mascots. Baseball teams don't have cheerleaders. There's this sad baseball team locally here. You've probably never heard of them. They're called the Anaheim Angels. They wear two-tone uniforms. They have the best player in baseball for like the last five years, and but like best might play might end up being the best of all time. Yeah, and but no one knows about him because he plays in this sad old used to be a football stadium. 
and with those like fake rocks. Yeah, they have a fake rock waterfall, and when somebody hits a home run, they like turn on the waterfall. It's so sad, and they, they serve um, they serve shock top beer and Bud Light, and mm-hmm. and they have a thing where. They go to get the crowd excited on the big screen. They play a video of a monkey jumping, jumping up and down. The rally monkey. Yeah, Yeah, that that was that. That was cool in the days of the little rascals. Yeah, and but then they then all the fans bring stuffed monkeys of their own. No, and they like shake them around like, "Hey, we're here." We have our monkeys, and people will bring several. They'll like have a jacket with all their monkeys embroidered to the jacket because they're really into the monkeys. And it's just all there's nothing baseball about it. And you're kind of bumming me out. They don't have they don't have um they don't have a mascot as far as I know, but they do, I believe, have cheerleaders, and they'll get up like on top of the dugout and do do like what the Philly fanatic does, where they'll shoot a shoot a t-shirt cannon into the crowd and do stuff that's really, really lame that really second rate ball clubs tend to do. And you just don't see that with real teams, with history. You just don't see that. <laughs> well, I like my team, but I don't like their mascot. I don't, I don't, the, I don't. The, Oh, the Orioles have like an Oreo they have guy. This, this Oreo guy. Yeah. And my kids like wanted to, Posed with him for a picture, and I was trying to talk him out of it last time we were there. Yeah, yeah that's tough. Because uh, the Orioles are a they real have, team. They have, they have awesome uniforms. They have they the have, best they uniforms, have, the best hats, one of. They're, they they're used, a top they five to, hat squad. They used to be a good team. They're the worst now. They've been but, good, yeah. But they're the, the worst team now. Yeah, um, tough, but they do times. have a mascot, which is which – is, a bummer. Tough times in old Baltimore. Let's go back to World Cup. Um. Yeah. What is? What else is going? Any other World Cup news besides uh, Dick Size rankings? Yeah. So they have. Uh, it's not. Not every game is played in Moscow. Even though nobody really thinks about anywhere in Russia besides Moscow. Um. But an estimated fifteen thousand Australians descended upon the Russian city of Kazan. Shut to watch up. to watch the yellow and green take on France. Aussies travel. I don't know how they just all have a little discretionary income that they can use and if something's going on, they will go to a place. They travel and they'll bring the party. Oh yeah, they like to drink. And so despite losing 2-1, the Aussies did what Aussies do. They turned it into this big drinking party. Yeah. And uh in the Russian capital city of Taterstan. Oh, stop it. Stop or Tatarstan. T A T A R S T A N. I guess that's their state or province. Well, that's that that little city didn't stand a chance against the beer swilling tourists. By the end of the first day they were there, the Australians had emptied every single keg in town. And that's they crazy. interviewed they interviewed some local bartenders. Evgeny, the head bartender at Goudini Bar on Bauman Street was forced to replenish his entire stock of beer on Sunday morning after the Australians drank every last drop of amber in his pub on Saturday. Whoa. Australian guys are like Russians. We are the same because we were drinking too much. In the morning, we did not have any beer in the pub. All the beer was drunk, Evgeny said. 
It's amazing, it was so busy. Amazing Russian accent. Just, oh no, I did. I wasn't doing it in Russian. Uh, it was okay. I, yeah, I wasn't doing. It. it was so busy. It was so much fun because a lot of Australian people came to our pub and drank all night. I don't know exactly how many glasses of beer I poured last night, but I think it was one million. <laughs> It was a special night. They drank all the beer. We finished it. They watched the football and just drank beer. I don't know why, Republican bartender Aaliyah said. Now, Brian, why would the capital of Taterstan not have an ample supply of something to drink yourself to death with? It's kind of crazy. Now, the Russians aren't known as beer drinkers because they're vodka people. But right. Beer is universal. There's no. If you're in Taterstan, you need to have enough to drink yourself to death. There's nowhere in the world that doesn't drink beer. Like everywhere you go, they have beer. They have some kind of beer. Um, So I imagine it's the same in Taterstan. They've got a local state-owned brewery there that makes beer because it's cheap to make. Yeah, and And also everyone drinks it. I looked on the map just before. This is. Very far east, yeah. kind of north. There, There is nothing there. These are um, just people yeah. fixing to die. How'd they get there? That's a, a weird place to put a stadium. I wonder if that is Siberia. I don't... It's just... It's really far from everything. Yeah. Um, we are... We've been talking quite a bit. Yeah, and I would like to get to fancy sauce, so I might have okay. to tr- truncate some of this non-sports stuff here. Okay, they're all so good, but I feel like we would be remiss if we didn't discuss the guy in England with the stab-proof vest. We were, we were speaking about the English earlier. There's a guy in uh, somewhere in oh. Thornaby, which is apparently a place in England. It sounds very England. Yeah, Thornaby. Thornaby. And it must be pretty posh because he's wearing a Ralph Lauren sweatshirt in the picture. And so this isn't this isn't probably the full on tenements. A British man who believed he was wearing a stab proof vest died last summer after he took a knife. Oh, surely his, it wasn't a stab wound. After he took a knife to his own chest. Boy, it's kind of fucked up to just to stab a guy even when he is wearing a stab-proof vest. I wonder who did it. Jordan Easton, 22, of Thornaby, reportedly was in a friend's kitchen when he stabbed himself. While in the kitchen, he took hold. Uh, oh, it's a quote. While in the kitchen, he took hold of a knife. Wait, no, that's, that's Ozzy. Yeah. While in the kitchen, I have to practice that. Good accent. While in the kitchen, he took hold of a knife. <laughs> I bailed on Russian after the first word. <laughs> to demonstrate. I didn't feel was, like doing Yakov Shmirnov. It was stab proof and sadly realized it wasn't the case. That's what the coroner said. Yeah, that that's not a knife. 
<laughs> Easton reportedly <laughs> was rushed to the hospital where, spoiler alert, he died. <laughs> the newspaper reported that while his injuries were self-inflicted, there was no evidence that he proved that proved Easton perfect purposely tried to harm himself. And that's, this is my favorite part because they said Easton's death was ruled quote misadventure. <laughs> well, I'm sure his family said for life. Now he did it for, for a lot of money, right? He just, no, he just wanted to show off his stab proof vest. <laughs> just, Hey, look, Look at me. I can't be stabbed. I'm wearing a stab-proof vest. Watch. And then all of a sudden you're dead. This is like that. And I don't know if this was done for YouTube. It doesn't sound like it. At least do it for YouTube. Remember, did we talk about that maybe like six months or a year ago? That couple, the, they're, they're like a couple of YouTubers. And Oh, yeah, the wife. Right? Where they're like... Where he's like, shoot me, and I'll put this big book in front of me, and this big book will stop the bullet, and we'll get so many views, because it's all about views now. They're probably monetizing their views. So they're like, he's like, shoot me, and with a gun, and this book is going to stop the bullet, and here we go. And then she shot him and and can spoiler alert the book. It didn't stop the bullet. It went into his heart and he died. But I bet you they still got a lot of views, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a, it's a hell of a legacy. Yeah. It's, Oh, also she was pregnant. Oh, that's, that's a good way to start your family. Yeah, it's so it's like, hey, dad died. And the kid's probably like, oh, yeah, in the service. And the wife's like, uh, not exactly. And she's like, the kid's probably like, oh, um, rushing, rushing you to the hospital. And because um, my birth was imminent and just getting hit by a car on the way. No. Nope, not exactly. Um, he actually died for the views. He wanted to get a few views. Because there was, you get enough views, you can make like 3500 bucks. <laughs> yeah, you have no, the downside is you have no dad. Yeah, right. But the, the views, think the of the upside, views. The upside, the upside is this dude afforded a weekend at Disney? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it'd be cheaper now. Family of four. Family of well, now he only needs a family of three. Yeah, Disney. and and just the one the uh, the baby's a lap is a lap child, so they don't even need, need to buy a ticket for the baby. It's just the one ticket now because his ticket he doesn't he doesn't need to buy his ticket. There's lots of videos of stab proof vests on YouTube. I've been are watching, there? and none of them are worth watching. Uh, I remember pre Jackass, the that's, it was a big that's sp- Knoxville's start. Yeah, Knoxville shot himself with a bulletproof vest. 
And that was like part of their part of the. Um, I encourage everyone to watch the initial Johnny Knoxville yes. video because it he goes through about four or five uh, clicks before yeah. the one shoots himself in the chest. Yeah. It is even though you know he lives. Yeah, it's nerve wracking. Yeah, it is. Knoxville is the best. Big balls. Big balls. Okay, Ed. Joining us now, very own pop culture, many people's favorite part of the show. Yeah, pop culture reporter Ozzy. She would not have been happy to hear how the Aussies placed in the World Cup dick size contest. She's from Australia. She lives in California. She's our very own pop culture correspondent. It is Fancy Sauce. How are you, Fancy? Hey, Kate. How's everything going? You all ready? You have another fan. I noticed you were like... That's my sound. I noticed you're like, what's up with my headphones? Yeah, what are they? I put different headphones out for you today when I was setting up the studio. Because I noticed that those headphones you wear, you have to press down on the button to hear through them. Hey, you do you think it's yeah. worth just just for a minute or two yeah. quizzing quizzing Kate on what she would guess? Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do the quiz. So, Kate, they ranked all the they, they teams. surveyed all thirty two World Kate, Cup. Teams. So, do you know that there is a soccer tournament going on right now? It is the it's, World Cup. Yeah, it's baby. the World Cup, and it's a soccer tournament. It's played every four years. Between all the countries of the I mean, world. I don't live under a rock. I assume America's going to win because we're the best at everything. Of course. But America's they, not even going to be in the finals. Turns out they're not in the tournament at all. <laughs> not at all. Kate, sports expert. She knew. She's like, they're not going to be in the final because you know what? She knew they weren't in the tournament. You know a lot about sports. Um, they ranked true. all of the teams in the tournament. By average, but cock nation, size. They, they, in the, the national, average, yeah, not by not the guys the, on the, the team. players, yeah, because they probably got some big ass dicks on the team because yeah, they're athletes. probably all nine soft. And but it's but if if our team, like if they were going to do do that, we would put Brandon Spikes on our team just to up the average. Uh, okay, so doesn't play a role in this. Yeah, so take do a quiz. Ask Kate who mm-hmm. she thinks. Give her a couple choices. Mexico, mm, wah, wah. or so rude. Tunisia. Ooh, ding 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 ding. Tunisia. That's um, West Africa, is it not? I think North. I think it's all in the general Egypt. I'll give that one like yeah. a. Mm. Okay. Who? But who of those two? Oh, do you think has the bigger dong? I'll go with the second one. Which is what? Tunisia. Tunisia. Tunisia over Mexico. Ed? Pretty 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 substantial. Tunisia. Five point nine one inches. That's a good size dong. That's a good size dong. Mexico five point nine five. Whoa! Mexico bigger than I'm telling you. These Mexicans are juice in their numbers. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not, I'm not buying that. There's not a lot of Mexicans. Proceed. There's not a lot of Mexicans walking around Iceland. with six inch cocks, I don't think. Iceland. Iceland. Okay. Vikings got some big ass dicks. Nigeria. 
Top, topless Brian. Ooh, yeah, I'm not wearing a shirt. Uh, Iceland versus Nigeria. Again, I'm going to go with an African country. Are you? Because you're racist. Yes. Well, that's racism. a good kind of racism. That's yeah. why. All right. Uh, so you say. Don't send me any tweets. You say Nigeria over. I'm just guessing. Over Iceland. I don't have factual evidence, okay. but I am guessing. Yeah. Okay. Is this like a trick game show? I, no. Nigeria. <laughs> Six point one inches. Pretty big. Yeah. Iceland six and a half. Number two in the whole tournament. I'll give you one more. Iceland bringing the heat. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Maybe they have to have big dogs to keep them warm. Yeah, they do. Croatia. Croats. Colombia. Croats very swarthy. They are. I feel like you're swaying me towards They're the wrong swarthy answer. Swarthy group. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Colombia. Colombia. Jungle. Yayo. Yeah, and Yayo. Jejo. I'm going to say Croatia. Croatia over Colombia. Croatia, 5.82. Respectable. Yeah, that's good. Size. US, I think, is 5.5. Yep. Your Australia, Kate, 5.24. Yeah, I'm not shocked. Bringing up the rear. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Wow. Columbia number one with 6.71 inches. What? Stay away from them. Ooh, that's a Whoa. lot of meat hammer. Escobar packing. Unbelievable. I just feel like they're juicing the numbers. But this is just I soccer, just thought because not you, like no, in this general. Is, this is the country. This oh, is dick really? sizes of this the country. This is just like your average male. But yeah. we, I did this for you, Kate, because I know – you were saying, well, maybe last show or the show before, you didn't feel like there was enough dong talk on your segment. That's so I true, want- yeah. Yeah, that is good. Okay, she, well. She, she's asked for more I guess I'm moving to Columbia. Yeah, Kate's always like, <laughs> see you later. Brian, can you give me more dong? And I'm like, yeah, of course. As soon as you yeah, South start. America. I'm just looking in the top five. Columbia, Iceland was two, but Columbia, Panama three, Brazil four, Peru five. I just feel like they're juicing the numbers down there. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, south of the equator, aside from Australia, seems to be pretty substantial. Yeah. Not the people from Mexico. Oh, whoa. Kate. Kate. Hope you're listening. Kate, I know that you're not talking into the mic. Uh, Okay. Email. Brian Ed Fancy. Feels like it's been a while since I wrote in, and I just want you to let you know that you're still doing a fantastic job with the show. Last night, last time I wrote in, I think I gave a few updates on sex life post breakup with my fiance. It's been a while. I believe I explained my first Tinder experience around the time Donald accidentally won the election. So since then, I decided that I wanted to build a team of side pieces. That's a noble pursuit. I quickly began to add players onto my team via Bumble, bars, Tinder, and high school reunions. That's basically like the um, uh, Mount Rushmore of side pieces right there. Bumble, bars, Tinder, high school reunions. What is bars? Bars, yeah, like the bars. Like the bars. Oh, oh, I thought that was a website. Oh, okay. I brought on a live-at-home nanny, 
a yoga girl who was an an aspiring actress, a drunk IT analyst who absolutely loved my penis, an elementary school teacher who also is a big fan of penis, a married taco chef from Norway, and a Mm -hmm. young mom who'd recently divorced a Marine and a few other B-teamers. Wow. It was... Reed was doing work. It was a fun time period, but not without costs. STD checks Mm -hmm. aren't cheap. Apparently nobody uses rubbers anymore. I'd much rather spend those dollars on pro V ones. Nice. Reed's always got to get a golf reference in. Not too long. I thought that was an STD check. No, that's a, that's a golf. That's a $5 golf ball. Not too long ago. I decided to let the team go and start fresh as I had grown tired of the meaningless interaction <laughs> and drinking too much. <laughs> I've decided that I want to trade Farewell, in team. quantity for quality. Ah, don't do it, Reed. Not saying I want to settle down, but I think I'd be happier and healthier with a more focused relationship. Dating apps will numb your sensitivities after a while because you see so many ridiculous profile descriptions like not really sure what to put here, looking for something real, must love travel and dogs, no hookups. I heard that people that have no hookups, that's all they want to do is hook up. Or my favorite, add me on Insta. Anyway... Now I've got an awesome pup named Baloo, who's my wingman at the local parks and bars. Going to go about this the old-fashioned way. I have yet to try any of our president's moves, such as the frontal crotch grab plus (laughs) smile or the naked hotel couch with pizzas. If I do, I will be sure to let you know. Keep up the good work. That is, of course, from Reed in Houston. Well, Reed's... He's grown up. He's he became a man just right in the course of that email. Did he not? I thought that was so he heartwarming. Did. Yeah, we we watched the whole journey. Quite an evolution. Yeah, yeah right. Like good for you, Reed. He, you, Reed. He was getting a lot of pussy, and it just wasn't enough. Well, I remember when you and I got together, and you had you were getting a lot of people easy. telling easy. you easy. that wait, you wait, should wait. Don't collect easy. a easy. like a side piece team. Rather than tie yourself down, I had him lined up. With somebody, mm-hmm. I had a fuck tour planned. I told you you should go mm-hmm. on that tour. I may, but I may you still said yet. You didn't want to. I may yet go out there and <laughs> sow those oats. We're kind of coming up to our four-year <laughs> wedding anniversary. <laughs> I mean, that, you, TMI, Kate. you can fancy sauce go on that tour. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Let's keep our let's keep our private life. I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> Another email. <laughs> well, but I w- I will. I want everyone to think he's single. Yeah. The thought, I mean, the thought I'm, of dating is I'm terrifying single. to me. Um, no, I mean, Ed, it should be no, Ed, because it would be it so. Should be. It's like um, ducks in a barrel. I mean, it's so easy now. It's so easy. I get that it it would be easy to. Yeah. To print money yeah. but but to actually to try, to, try to yeah, have the compatibility it seems it seems brutal i know it's it's an issue another email good day ed brian and the remarkable kate 
first, what I like to be. What the actual fuck is Westworld other than a complete meld? I feel like my entire existence now may not be real. It's true. I've contemplated digging into the underside of my forearm. Have you? Secondly, I have an inquiry regarding bathroom etiquette. I was at a ball game recently and noticed how men proceed to the urinal and pull out their dong without washing their hands first. I always wash my hands before proceeding to the urinal. I'm certain being civilized, Ed and Brian do the same. I'm certain you're wrong. Other men, other men who have been touching doorknobs, shaking hands with grimy humans, and otherwise getting disgusting germs like MRSA and herpes simplex 2 on their hands, then go and grab what ostensibly is the cleanest part of their body, their dong, and proceed to, after some stage fright, whiz. I mean, most humans wash and shower in the AM, if not somewhat demented like Brian. <laughs> And tuck their very clean member in their underwear until being violated by germ-infested hands. How long before dong rot is a medical term resulting from this awful practice? I'm certain women aren't such animals. Are they, Kate? We're not wiping our vaginas with our hands. Women wash before using the toilet. Please tell me that to be the case, Kate. Yours truly. No, Canard in Kansas. I, I knew it was Canard. The way he introed yes, Kate. Yes, he loves Canard is oh, always looking to snipe us. I'm not yeah, touching my, my bits with my hands. I'm uh, um, getting some toilet paper. Yeah, w- women, women don't have to touch. And that is the contact like point. Canard um, has got a little bit of ADHD there. He's got a little bit of not it's, eight, o- no. it's OCD. OCD. He might have both. I no, I'm saying but he might have both. I, I will. I will. Both say no. I don't. No, I don't. But, of course not. But at the same time, I should. I totally understand what he's saying. I. Um, it is pretty gross to think of the things you touch before. And I used to work with a guy who would say, "If you shake in a guy's hand, then you've essentially let him give you a hand job if you don't wash before you go to the bathroom." Uh, I've. I don't think and I've I ever get heard it. This. Yeah, I get it. It, but I never think to do it because. When I'm in that restroom, the one thing I need to do is just go. Yeah. Not here running water. Now we run the risk of of uh, having an accident. So I need to test this, but I'm 98% sure that when I urinate, I do not touch my dick. I go cuz I've I kind of just made that claim before. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you not touch it? I don't touch it. Mm-hmm. Um cuz I don't wear underwear. That's a known thing about me. That's like one of my claims to fame. I know that. I don't wear underwear. So I go in and I just open my jeans and I unleash. And you wiggle it out? How do you get it if it's tucked down? How do you get well, it out? Well, it's like I'm, out? I undo my belt and I undo the pants and it, and it just pops, pops out. out. Yeah. It pops out and I just contained. let it fucking drain. What about if it's pressed down? You know what? I do touch it. I do touch it because I put it back in. There we go. I put it back in. Here we go. Yeah. I re I I reholster it. I just want to say something. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. This is re showers. What? This is re showering. Morning versus night. Riddle me this. Oh. Are you dirtier after a whole day out and about? You get put that gross body in your bed? And then you get in bed or after an eight 
hour nap in your bed. Yeah. Where what makes you more dirty? Yeah. Yeah. That's all. No, that's right. You're wrong there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not See, wrong me, because I'm not making Ed, a statement. Ed, I'm posing a question. Ed puts his dirty body into his posing a question unmade bed. Wow, that's just gross. Ed. He doesn't make oh, his bed you on a day that. like today. Yeah, two showers. <laughs> yeah, what's oh, up? What's one up? One in the morning and then one post workout. <laughs> but yes. I don't have dry skin. Yeah. I have oily it, to the point that yeah. when I wake up in the morning, my hair is a little bit greasy. Yeah. So sleep. Oh, from just, the whole day. Oh, I like that. No, no, no. Just I wake up. I, I'm not, I never use lotion. Never. Yeah. And I'm not like super greasy, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't need, I don't need lotion. So uh, I have to shower in the morning or I feel kind of greasy. For, a, for the best explanation on showering ever, um, people should watch Jay Stu's blind date episode where he announces that he rarely showers. Because he, <laughs> while he's while he's in the hot tub at splashes. Also, I want to say something about yeah. Westworld. Do you think the people that have that um, Ekbom's syndrome? Do you know what that is? No. It's the pe- when people think Stop that they it. have bugs under oh, their yeah. skin. Oh yeah, I dated. I'm sorry. That that what, is that? Really, what, is, what is that it's syndrome? Ekbom's. What is it? It's when you think you have bugs under your skin. Yeah. And that a lot of people commit suicide. It's a diagnosable they, condition. Or yeah. they like um, they they cut their arms open because they can feel like they can see the bugs. I dated right under I their, dated a chick that had this right under their skin. Are those people perhaps like slightly woke AI mm. beings yeah. that want to see the robot? Under their skin. Joe Rogan's got me real freaked out about AI, and this Westworld is not helping the situation. No, it's a fucked up AI. Show. We're evolving into AI. Ed, the human race is going to die out, and technology is going to live on without us. And AI is going right. is our eventual evolution. What do yeah, you think? Because they can't die, won't die, I, can't stop. They keep stop. fixing themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't entirely give a shit. Yeah. One way or the other. They're going to be gone. Also, I'm kind of yeah. with you. I don't have kids. Uh, so. This, this Westworld, I was like, I was like, I'll fuck Westworld. And then, and there was a real bad one with like a whole samurai scene. And I wasn't even watching. I, I was just, think that was bad. I hated it. And uh, I was on my computer the whole time a, and um, Kate was watching it. And I'm like, get this shit off my TV. But then last night she played one and she's a few episodes behind. if you really talk to me like that. And last night she played one that was all about the Indians. And it was that one guy from Fargo season two. That Brian's so persnickety about what he likes and what he doesn't and why he like like why you didn't like the samurai one versus versus the Indian uh, samurai one. one is horrible. Like, Drug it's on forever. just so random. Anyway, it had that guy from season two of Fargo that always plays an is Indian. Is that and stuff. why you liked it? I believe he yeah, plays yeah. an Indian because he's a Native American. But it was really good. The whole it was it was a lot of exposition through the eyes of this Indian robot from the um fuck world that uh, the robot fucking world that they have. And he, the whole episode was subtitled in Navajo or Hopi or whatever. Interesting. Cherokee that he was speaking. And it was really compelling. It was really good. Great. I episode. would say Brian's back the on. only yeah, thing, right. the only thing I love more than my kids is bailing on a show. Oh yeah. It's a good feeling. It's, it's such a game relief. of Thrones, Westworld. I love, I've never regretted bailing on a show. Not once. I like being done with the show. I wouldn't suggest and going I'm, back into Westworld. I'm it's very done with Westworld. You know, and you know what? You know what was the best part of last night's was no Bernard, 
No Dolores. They need to kill those fucking two off quickly uh, those because they're the worst. Kill everybody else off. Fuck. Hate to break Fuck. it to you. Well, it ended last night, um, so no spoilers. We people. we quit that show, The Leftovers. Oh, fuck that show! Fuck yeah. the another leftovers. show. I quit. <laughs> yes, but then I, I kind of happened. felt like uh, maybe I, was, I had FOMO no. after we missed, and then I kept a bunch of episodes on our DVR because yeah, I thought I was going to go yeah. back. You you had FOMO, and I had fuck no. Yeah. I'm not watching anymore. I this did bullshit. I have it a bit because yeah. I think I saw like a friend of mine kept saying, "Oh my god." The leftovers last I, night, and I was like, oh, "Dude, am I missing out?" People from this Should show, Twitter people, were reaching out to me. They're like, "Give it another chance. It gets so good." And I'm like, "No way!" I went through Art. one and a half seasons, yes, and nothing happened in one and a half seasons. I'm not watching the other one and a half seasons. Yeah, I got two episodes into the second season. I was Same out. Here. Same here. Kate, mm. what is going? On? Oh, let's almost. I, I don't think this is in your, here for a reason. I don't think this is in your pop culture report, but somebody in Twitter tagged us in a mm-hmm. feature in Rolling Stone about Johnny Depp. You and read it. I read the you told whole me about thing. It. I don't do a lot of long reads, and I was so captivated. I was going to read it, but his I life is so fucking sad. Mm-hmm. He's a sad. Well, he's down. also he also that picture. People were sending us yeah, the last looks, couple of weeks. He looks like he's he looks like he's alone. in character on the Paul Schaefer story. Yeah, he looks he looks really bad. He looks- he, he's surrounded by hangers on. He's got he's suing his management company and his management company's whole defense is we fucking kept telling you to stop spending so much fucking money. Right. And he's has he's, this. He's in full MC Hammer territory. He, yeah, he's out of money. He has to keep taking hard money loans against his next paycheck in a movie. And this is a guy that that made something ridiculous, like six hundred million dollars off of those um, Pirates, say, of Car- Pirates, Pirates of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Movie. Um, really, really depressing. Mm-hmm. Really sad for Johnny Depp. It made what me very bummed out to read. Uh, okay, what is going on in the world of pop culture? Okay, so there has been an arrest in the murder of XXX Extacion. Oh, very close. Nice. X- oh, Tentacion. No, XXX Tentacion. <laughs> Who was apparently. If I'm not looking at it, I get it wrong. He was a real piece of shit, like um, rapist woman abuser. Yeah, he's a terrible guy. He yeah. must have had some real thuggish ties. Yeah. But I also heard that on social media, he's like, hey, I'm bouncing out to the um, to the dealership to buy a new motorcycle. And I got all the, I got a bag full of money and I'm paying cash. And then some dudes were like, oh, this is Miami. We're going to jack you or somewhere in Florida. Mm. Uh, Kate. So what happened now that um, I filled well, everybody in? XXX Tentacion. There you go. Was not go. like a great guy. He had been awaiting tra- prior to prior being shot to yeah. death. He was awaiting trial on charges including aggravated battery of a pregnant victim, yeah. false oh, imprisonment, no. and witness tampering. Um, and those charges led to his music being banned along with R. Kelly um, from Spotify's oh, playlist last month. So He's, he wasn't a good guy like hateful, our guy, Takashi Six Nine. Well, he's a great guy. No. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's good. Um, so a suspect was arrested, um, and his name is Diedrich or Diedrich De- Diedrich. Oh, Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Devonche uh, Williams, twenty-two. <laughs> but um, prior to he him being arrested, this old couple 
was um, falsely accused what? on Instagram. Like their their address was posted in like Coral, Coral Gables, Florida. They got somewhere. doxxed. They got doxxed. Like they got they got wrongly doxxed on Instagram by yeah. all these people in like comment sections. Um, and then some kid like showed up at their house and was going to no. murder them. That's terrible. Coral Gables yeah, like is like 70s. Not, that's like a yeah. chill part of Miami. Yeah, I I have uh, family in that area. I'll tell you the worst part about that area is they want to be so uh, elitist that their street signs are on stones on the ground. Oh, no. So they don't have the street signs signs. up in the air. Sorry, not Coral Gables. I think it was um, Cape Coral, which is not as nice probably. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine trying to find an address at night and – well, I mean, pre pre uh, phone days. Uh, yeah. But so this wait, old couple, this no. old couple are, are have like a um, police guard outside their house. Oh, that's so <laughs> depressing. How old are they? There she goes. The woman says, "If they were smart enough to get the address, look at our ages: seventy three and seventy six. <laughs> we can walk. That's about it. We're not going out and trying to kill anybody." <laughs> Oh, all to the best. So that was funny. Uh, that's pretty uh, funny. Okay, what else is going on? Okay, okay well, R.I.P. X X Tentacion. Yes, Tentacion, not X Tentacion. Um, I have another R.I.P. The um, Richard, the old man Harrison from the TV reality show Pawn Stars, dead at seventy-seven. So Doesn't seem very old. Yeah, Parkinson's. I'm not a um, Pawn Stars guy. I know it's like a phenomenon. It's been on for a long time. Mm-hmm. But I did see it one time, and it was probably about ten to fifteen years ago. It was quite a long time ago. Let's say a decade ago, I saw it. Okay, let's go. With I that. assumed that guy was in his tenth decade on the planet back then. Like he, oh, he, just, he looked yeah. ancient. I've never seen. Well, I thought he well was. Looking. I thought he was like ninety-ish. Like he didn't. He wasn't looking the most healthy, and he only died just now, and he's seventy-seven. I mean, R.I.P. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Always sad when someone dies. Maybe he needed some sleep. Yeah, but lived a lived a full life. He had a popular reality pawn show. I'm a sucker what a for bummer pawn of shops. a show. I love pawn shops. I'll go into a pawn shop and look around. Yeah, at the guitars There's and shit. There's always like old stereos, some treasures in pawn there shops. Is. Like, and a lot of times they don't know the value of shit. Yeah, although some I feel good like stolen watches. I feel like also they misvalue a lot of stuff. Sometimes they think shit's worth more than it is. Like, mm, yeah. really. I'll give you 50 Might be a badass leather jacket 500. in there. Fucking VCR. Oh, VCRs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, Beta? Maybe a bitchin' Marantz receiver from the 80s? Yeah. 70s? Mm-hmm. Maybe an Onkyo? Who knows? Who Pioneer? Knows? Who knows? Maybe like... Um, I've never been in a pawn shop. I'm kind of oh, thinking I want to. I bet to. you there's a couple in Hoboken you can yeah, check out. Maybe ah. like someone's Rolex get you that was a nice, stolen get you by a nice chain. an addict and pawned yeah, for Yeah, I like a pawn shop. Uh, okay, what else is going on, Kate? Okay, so we talked about this, I think, probably last year. No, um, Sofia Vergara, married to Joe Manginello. Top number one most annoying chick. Uh, and if yeah, you tell right if you tell me how hot she is, all I think is how basic you are. Yeah. Because she's Colombian, she's got huge tits. But, yeah. Whatever. But no, I, I I would find her attractive. She's not 
somebody I'm going out of my way to see, but I think she is attractive. No, she's not unattractive. I would agree with that. I think I'm just... she's got a masculine vibe. Oh, whoa. For, to me. That oh, a, that, was, that, that was an unfortunate term. term. Oh, you edit just, that out? Yeah. I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. She right. has a masculine vibe. Yes. Um, I'll bleep that word. She has a man w- in drag. She uh-huh. is a man wearing makeup she's vibe. Ma- ma- she's got very big veneers. What can I say? She's got big, what am I allowed to say? She's, she's got big fake teeth. Yeah. Which I'm not I mean, that's into. not all that being said. I would big fake definitely teeth. have sex with her. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going out of my way. but yeah. Also, I think she claims to be in her early 40s. No, but she's she's got a son who's like in his mid twenties. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they do things in the bottom half. Of the More, no, late twenties. Colombian like I- Colombian guys got some big ass dicks. Anyway, uh, what so else, she's been embroiled in this battle with her ex. Um, what's his name? She's the highest. Nick Loeb. She's the one of, if not the highest paid television yeah, so she a, she's actress. A, she's a, a a shit ton of money. Yeah, and her ex, um, who. When they were together, she froze her embryos. Yeah, their embryos. Their embryos, yeah. rather. Um, and he has been trying to get um, right. permission But when you from say the their, judge. what was their together. Well, they it's were. His, it's his sperm. They're fertilized embryos. So the way it so they're oh, not it's just fertilized. Her eggs. I thought, yeah, I thought it was eggs. Fertilized embryos, yeah. No, no, no. In the court proceedings, he has named them Emma and Isabella. And he is fighting for sole custody to bring these embryos to life. She's rich as fuck. No guy wants to raise a kid. And then I'm not sure what the significance of this is, but he has moved to Louisiana. Oh, because there's no laws there. To pursue, yeah. um, um, by you, they're it's just lo- gators. It's it's Thunderdome with gators and yeah. jambalaya. It's I a guess this place. is another twist. So he filed a new lawsuit in Louisiana um, that Vergara says should be tossed since the case has no connection to the state. Um, but anyway, he's moved there. He's living in some ramshackle. Um, residents, oh. and he wants to bring Emma and Isabella to life. Yo, he's so. a real piece of shit. Destroy those embryos, embryos light them on fire. Yeah. She's married yeah. to that, that hunk of beefcake, Joe Manganiello. He's, he's pretty dreamy. Yeah, the guy is fit. Magic Mike. Uh, okay, Kate. What, he's like the most, the like the epitome of a nightmare ex- Boyfriend oh, yeah, this, slash husband. Yeah. Whatever he wants. He wants to bring to life like, their embryos. Just fucking fuck off. Yeah. Like, we're done. She's rich. You can't have a child with me. Go and it find someone cool. else to have a child with. Yeah. It would be cool if you were allowed, if we lived in a time where somebody could mash another guy without lawsuit, because I don't know what this guy looks like, but Joe Manganello oh, yeah. would mash him, whoever yeah. he is. I'm sure he up. wants to. Yeah. He's a big. Mm-hmm. But he can't. Burly he can't. Dude. He'd be sued. Yeah. No, he can't. He's, but he wants to. He's living. I have a feeling. He's living the high life with that dude, Scott Vergara, these days. <laughs> she's uh-huh. she's cool. It's okay I don't like for your you tone. to say that, but I can't she, say that she. Yeah, you guys are like very cool. She's <laughs> Colombian, so she's got she's got an, a, at least a six inch dong, according I mean, to the. She. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, what else is going on, Kate? Um, this story makes me sad. Very I nasty. almost don't want to read it. I know it's news. What? But Heather somebody- Locklear. Oh. And, we, and I mean, I talked about she. Somebody sent us the mugshot. Not good. Yeah. So No one looks good in a mugshot, though. I no, just but, wanted on but, the record that 
she with a question mark. I feel bad. That mugshot. I My feel bad goodness. talking about this. I feel bad talking about people no, that are she needs are, help. Are, are mentally ill she needs and help. needs help yeah. and need help. And I don't think that they should be. But we're not make, we're not making, making fun of her. I know. I just feel bad. We're that just letting she's people like know fodder. that she's in crisis. She's in crisis. Only a couple of days after she was released from a three day psychiatric hold um, from the last incident yeah. that I read to you guys about that I talked about rather. Um, anyway, she has been arrested again for battery on a police officer. And here's my thing: like after cop, last week's story, yeah. yeah. yeah so she she got she she got put on a three day like a fifty one fifty they hold to, they call it where you get a psychiatric evaluation. Yeah. Um, you know, against your will. Yeah. They were doctors are able to hold you the hospital, and I just feel like if you're a cop responding to. Heather Locklear's house in Calabasas, and you know what's going on there. Like, do you really, when she like lashes out at you because she thinks that you're trying to like take her from her family, do you need to like, oh, I totally charge her? She also attacked a paramedic, but let me, let me, she didn't attack. Here's what happened. Okay. Because let's not get it, you know, like, so they arrived to her home in answer to a disturbance from a family member. And she was reportedly intoxicated and agitated. She punched an officer who attempted to separate her from her family because she's freaking out. She's afraid. They put her on a gurney. While they were wheeling her out, she she got a leg free and she kicked an EMT. Um, And now she's been held on $20,000 bail. And she really, what she needs to do is she needs to be placed in. So let me just play. Let me just give you another perspective. It could be that the. Um, having these charges over her head will provide some sort of incentive for her because she's an adult. She has free will. You can't make somebody get help. But the fact that she could be charged with a felony and go to jail might make it so that she chooses instead to say, hey, how about I go to the psychiatric facility for an extended stay get myself right, and then the judge will go, okay, if you do that for a certain period of time, then we'll dismiss these charges and you can get the help you need. As long as she's able to make a lucid, logical decision. Right, but this this could be some incentive. Yes, Ed? Yeah, I also take the perspective that these cops, it's not – they should not show up for a a call and get hit. That's not – they should charge her. She should. A cop shouldn't have to worry about getting hit, whether it's by some small actress or not. Like that's that's part of the law. Now, I have a problem with cops who protect other cops when they shoot unarmed people, all that, and that yeah. that's a problem with cops. But yeah, cops should not get injured for just doing their job. No. And the hard fuck job. her. Whether she's having a psychiatric break or she's got substance issues that's cops should not have to put up with that so yes she should be charged for hitting them and if she gets the help she needs fine but fuck that cops shouldn't show up and get punched no but maybe send more cops i know it's just one even just one she punched a cop yeah fuck that i mean she's a little hit somebody she's a little chick but you can't hit somebody and even even the cop is like she didn't really hurt me or anything. Like, I don't think. Uh, I just think she's in. 
She's unwell. She's having she lashed out at someone. Yeah. I just want okay. to know. I, I'm with cops. You guys are not. Oh no, I'm team cops. <laughs> Being a cop is a hard I'm ass just job. Looking it's at a hard it from job. a more yeah. like empathetic, like yeah. well, she's not. She's not but, well. But what Brian said. And what it is, good it is, is the fast continuously fast charging her, her with battery. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. Ed. Going to yeah. how is that going to help her no, in life? No, it isn't. It's not going to help her at all. Yeah, she's a mess. What's where and where's Richie Sambora in all this? I don't know. Down the shore, probably near Ed. <laughs> where's Shatner? Yeah, where's Shatner? Her he dad. He was her leader on the TJ Hooker. Where, hey, for that matter, where's Zmed? Ah, uh, Zmed. What's what's Zmed? He doing peaked in Bachelor Party. <laughs> Okay, great. What else well, is going my on? My last story, my favorite story. Ed liked him in Greece too. Oh no! Not sure if you saw um, or if anyone caught Seth Rogen on um, Colbert. Uh, I want to go on no. before I hear the story. I want to go on the record as uh, I find Seth Rogen delightful. I, I do too. I I love his, all his movies. His, I think he's so his funny. Attempted Instagram stories are pretty. He's, I follow him on Instagram. I yeah. just, uh, I feel like people talk shit on him and I don't know why, because I think he's hilarious. Yeah. I'd love him. And, I'm a Seth and Rogen fan. affable Comedian. at every turn. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. just a chill dude. Smokes a lot of weed. He was taking a, the biggest hit out of the biggest bong ever, like a month ago on his, on his Instagram. And it was so funny. Okay. Continue. Yes, so Kate? he was on Colbert and he was telling a story about how he was recently at an event hosted by former Republican presidential candidate Mitt Romney to promote brain health mm-hmm. when he was asked by two teens to take a picture. So yeah. he took a picture with them and they said, hey, my dad wants to meet you. And then he said he saw Paul Ryan yeah. approaching. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and he said, my whole, whole body puckered. I tensed up and I didn't want, know what to do. And so I turned around, and he was walking towards me. So we shook hands, and, and then he asked for a photo with me. Yeah. And I look over, and his kids are standing right there expectantly, clearly fans of mine. And I said, no way, man. Yeah. Um, the actor <laughs> then said he scolded Ryan for his policies but felt conflicted doing that in front of his children. He said, furthermore, I hate what you're doing to the country at this moment, and I'm counting the days until you no longer have one iota of the power that you currently have. That's great. So, what a hero. Yeah. Well, Paul Ryan is a spineless piece of shit. Uh, so, fuck him. Yes. Fuck him. And I don't know if I would have the nuts to do the same thing that Seth Rogen did, but I'm glad Tell Seth Rogen like did is. it. Yeah. Uh, I, I know for sure I would not have the nuts to yeah. do it, but I absolutely love him yeah. for having those nuts. Great respect for my man, Seth Rogen. Get on your nuts. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Um, before we go, we have a new Patreon member. Oh, we haven't had one for a while, which sadly. You mean me, a new hero? A new hero. So I would like to uh, formally welcome Bradley Sona to oh, our Patreon fan. This guy, this guy friended me on LinkedIn. Very nice guy. He also sent us a message. He said, I think having a five to ten minute personal call with Brian or Ed would be a great Patreon only idea for the right donation yeah. to the show. What do you think? Um, I see a lot of Ed, celebrities. Would you do like that. to have a ten-minute conversation he, here's the for thing, the right I, donation? Absolutely. I would feel like a real douchebag though, because I don't. I'm just a podcaster. Well, you know, you I'm charging of, people. You have a lot of opinions. I and you give a lot of advice. I often or have, and as has Ed, meet the listeners for beers. Although this Pete Shalitsky, he well, we told him that I would, he was going to be in our area, and uh, he's like. 
hey, let's meet for a beer on this. I can only do it on this date when I'm coming into town. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, I think I can work that out. And so I made myself available for him. And then he's, then I'm like, hey, just let me know. And then he's like, oh yeah, um, my plane lands at 7.30. It's a weeknight. He's like, my plane lands at 7.30. And then, so I could meet after that. And I'm like, oh yeah, after you get your fucking rental car and get your luggage and shit. 7.30 or, is yeah, 2 11.45. hours before Brian goes night night. Yeah, what, we're going we're gonna to meet for a beer at nine o'clock at night? Like, how old do you think I am? <laughs> It's, I'm in. I'm literally in my bed at nine fifteen. This is true. I'm in my bed, mm-hmm. showered, and you shouldn't feel bad if you're book. going to California to meet Brian because I'll be in California and Brian and Kate are leaving the continent <laughs> the day be before Asia. I get there. I'll be in Asia. I can't yeah. believe I that. That's crazy. Ed. I know. We'll Seriously. we'll have to go to New York soon. Um, that so that said. That is, that is something we can explore. If you want, to, if you want more access, we can figure out a way to do that. But definitely, we do want to reward our Patreon subscribers. So Next as week. I, as I said at the top of the show, if you're one of these fast forwarding monsters that just fast forwards till Kate gets on, you're a fucking monster. But if you are one of these monsters. I'll let you know. Next the, next week born with the smart holiday week, we're doing a Patreon episode where there will be no regular episode next week there will be a patreon fam only episode Ooh. so if we'll do a Q&A if you have questions reach out mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com Brian Ed and Kate will be happy to answer any questions you have I want to give a quick Instagram recommendation because oh. I want them to be famous Kyle Dunnigan so Kyle Dunnigan Is he a daily <laughs> So Is he a daily on Instagram It's so funny Check Once every Instagram four weeks. Page. What about Brian Beckner? He does really good stories about shopping carts. And Ed posts like 12 to 13 times a year. Pimples. Yeah. And when I get a, I get a recurring pimple on my forehead uh, and I do stories about that. Kyle right. Dunnigan is very funny. He's very funny. Check it out. I don't think he needs our help though. Uh, okay. So that's it. This has been episode 226 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. For Kate McManus, for Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. I mean, we won't see you, but we'll talk to you. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.